Welcome to the Grand Lake Farmers Market. This is Tara Bud coming to you from Oakland, California, and I'm going to be interviewing Ledesma Family Farm. They have been here since the beginning of this farmer's market, and they are by far the most popular vendor. They carry eggs, honey, carrots, uh, shard, all kinds of things. And today I'll be speaking with... Venga. Hi. Tell, tell me your name. Noel. Noel. And you're uh, Mr. Ledesma's son, correct? Yes. All right. So where's your farm located? Well, my father has many different farms. He has Watsonville. He has one in Hollister, another one in Gustine, which is uh, going towards Yosemite, and Fresno. And you are completely organic? Uh, most of our stuff is certified organic. We have a few items that are not. For example, our, our honey is not certified, but that is because we're in a mountainside and it's you know more or less half and half. We have you know our honey, uh, it gets a lot of the wildflowers and a lot of the organic flowers. So it's it's not, you have to have a higher ratio of one of them to denominate it either organic or wild. Okay, interesting. And um, you also have wonderful eggs that are very popular here. Yes. Tell me about those chickens. <laughs> well, our chickens are very happy. They get to run around more or less about 10 to 12 hours a day, except in the winter, which they don't want to leave their little coop. Uh, it's basically we feed them all our leftovers. Any plot that goes bad that is unsellable, we have an Australian shepherd. Uh, he runs out there with them, and they're happy chickens all day. And do you know what kind of breed they are? We have many different breeds. Uh, we have our Ericana, which is how we monitor their health. And somebody hopefully is going to send me a picture of those chickens. I think your brother said Noah. Noah? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Noah's one of our workers. He's been with us for a while. He's better with the chickens than I am. Okay, yeah, he showed me pictures. So I'm excited to uh, see the chickens, that I, the eggs that I eat normally. Yeah, so, uh, and it's really interesting because if you eat uh, the eggs all year, you start noticing the different colored yolks depending on what they eat. So sometimes in the summer months, they'll get a reddish um, hue to the yolk because of the potassium in the tomatoes that they eat or like the red peppers and stuff. So it's something interesting to see that you don't see from store-bought eggs. And uh, tell me about your tomatillos. That's one of my favorite things to buy from you. Well, our tomatillos, we grow the milpero, which is a, a traditional Mexican variety. They're smaller, they they're more colorful, and they're never bitter. It's a lot more flavor to them without, you know, the commercial mess of the bigger varieties. Okay, and also you said that the purple ones are better for making the sauce, tell me. Personally, we always pick out the purple. They have more consistent flavor and less of the acidicness that the green ones have. So yeah, it's something that we try to, every time we get the seed, we try to pick out all the purple ones. Uh, try to, you know, sort out the, the purpleness in them, but it's really hard. Okay. It takes years. So um, I posted a picture of those on my blog. And uh, let's talk about your uh, leafy vegetables. You have uh, quite a bit of that, a shard, and what else? Uh, we have many different varieties of chard. We have about six different varieties. And our kales, we have, depending on the time of year, about five or six. And other than that, we just have some seasonals, like some different types of carrots. We have, uh, usually have golden beets, pink beets, uh, red beets, fennel. I mean, we have tons of stuff. Yeah. And um, I also enjoy the green beans. They're always in, like, really pristine shape. They're not, you pick, when do you pick them? How do you know when to pick them? Well, green beans is really easy because it's just by size. Uh, generally, you try to get them as small as possible, uh, but sometimes, especially in the summer months and sometimes in the, in the fall, it's really hard to get them thin because they grow so fast. So, you know, it's when they grow fast, we get lucky because even though they're big, they're not as stringy as, you know, when they're old because they grow so fast, they don't have time to fully develop. And then um, your tomatoes, what kind of tomatoes are you carrying right now? It's September. 
Right now we have a few heirlooms. Uh, generally the smaller tomatoes have done better this year because of the colder weather. It takes less energy for them to fully mature. So generally like all your basket tomatoes, like the cherries, the grapes, the pears are gonna be much, much better flavor. Uh, whereas some of the heirlooms, unless you go with the really, really dark ones, like the black German or black Cherokee, um, you're not gonna have us full flavored. Uh, so yeah. Wow. Okay, and so you also have strawberries, and uh, sometimes you have raspberries, but that, that seems to be out of season right now. Well, we had a couple boxes today, but especially with this rain, they're going to start spoiling. So we're going to have to go through the plants, take them off, and hopefully they regrow. Especially some of the green the green ones that are already on the plant, they're not going to spoil because they're still green. So maybe we we'll, might not have some next week, but the following weeks we should be able to have a few more. We got, we got the beets. Tell me about the roots. You got potatoes and beets. And Did you already mention this? Uh, well, on our potatoes, something interesting is there's two different types of uh, processes that you can do to a uh, potato so that it's either a farmer's market uh, potato or a wholesale uh, potato. The difference is when you, when you disc them out, if you leave them in the sun you know, for five, six hours, it really uh, fast paces the starch building process. So it makes them last for months and months. But the, the bad thing about that is they're hard in your stomach and it's just a, a worse potato all the way around. It's harder, it's not as flavorful. Whereas the potatoes that we, that we bring to the market, the ones we don't ship, as soon as we disc them out, we wash them, we put them in boxes. Uh, the downside to that is they only last about two weeks. It's a softer potato, but it's more flexible. So as long as you eat them, you'll be good. And um, do we miss anything? We have, um, oh, you, I see you have uh, pomegranates right now. That's Is that early? They're early right now. They're a little bit early, and it's actually, uh, we weren't planning on having them. Uh, my father bought some trees so that my baby brother could have a place to run around, and now the branches are breaking, so we have to start selling them. Yeah, but we originally weren't planning on having them. Yeah. Okay. You're the original vendor that started this farmer's market, so. One of the original vendors. Uh, I believe, we, if I'm not mistaken, in 1998 when they opened under the bridge. I know there's a few farms here that were part of the original few, but. Yeah, you're, you guys are one of my favorite vendors. Your, your produce is always very fresh and um, very delicious to cook with. And um, I'm so glad you got to speak with me. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, say hello to your father. Have a good week. I will, thanks.